we were what the fuck, man? We recording on that end. Everybody phone on vibrate. I had to switch my my headphone. Even though it's the right, the left, it just looks stupid. The cord going across my body. So. Okay. For the aesthetics. Big bougie. Y'all ready? Yeah. Three, two, let's get it. Oh, I'm going live now. <laughs> Everything look good, bro. Bro, it be coming in looking fire, bro. What's good? Hey, bro, just trying to. Let me see if I can get this off. And I'm here with Dynasty Bro Dot and Dynasty Bro Fit. And we the bros. (laughs) Dynasty Bros. Yeah. Who we is, we the bros, number one fantasy show. We don't talk too fast, we just finding out that y'all listen slow. Green light, we on go. When the shit is all we know, if you ain't trying to be a champion, then what you playing for? Who we is, we the bros, number one fantasy show. We don't talk too fast, we just finding out that y'all listen slow. Green light, we on go. When the shit is all we know, if you ain't trying to be a champion, then what you playing for? What's good, what's good? It's your boy DJ Apo, and this is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast, episode 195. Let's go! <laughs> no, it's not. What's good, Brodies and Bays? This is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast, episode 144. This is where you come for your fantasy football needs and to chop it up about the latest NFL news. I, with the bright, clear skin, light shining on me, I'm Dynasty Bro Dot here with my co pro. Dynasty Bro Vic here at our DJ. Hey, man, I'm DJ Apo. What's good? Hey, well, I wore the Yankee hat for you, brother. Hey, man, as you should. As you should. And why? Let's go. We ain't going to talk about Vic hat antics, man. I don't know what the hell <laughs> Had some stuff on it, man. But if you didn't pay no attention at the beginning, go back and rewind and just key in on Vic, man. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what the hell That dirt off his shoulders. He got the dirt off his shoulders by and any means. By any means. <laughs> All right, so, hey, better late than never. We're here to recap the rest of the draft, man. Day two and three. Probably try to go through the most important players in fantasy. And um, maybe some guys we like, maybe some guys that didn't even get drafted. You know, there's a guy. I know, man. That man. I've been drafting. Hey, well, me that went undrafted. The funniest moments, man. I swear, I wish that our phone calls were just podcast episodes. They will be hilarious. And shout out to Vic, man. Off off the rip, let me just say, shout out to Vic. I think I shot you out <laughs> being commissioner and doing your thing, but. The way things keep going, man, I just want to keep on showing you support, man, and letting you know I appreciate you commissioning these leagues and dealing with the BS, bro. All right. I just want to let you know. If ain't nobody else going to say it, I just want to let you know I appreciate that. Appreciate it, man. Guys got to uh, tap in with, with what's happening. <laughs> no, no comment. <laughs> Shout out to the homies, man. Yeah. <laughs> it be your own people, man. It's all good. All right, uh, let's boogie though, man. Um, I, I called Vic. I was happy. I said, I got a flag on the play. So we got some flag on the plays today. Yeah. We got to say something good to the people at the end. Yeah. Like I said, we got the draft recap, day two yeah. and three. Yeah. And right now, what's up? We're going to get into the what's the word, the hood, Tim Z with Dynasty Bro Vic, man. Are you ready? You got your news pulled up? I'm ready, man. Let's go and get into it, man. Right. So, uh, breaking news, the hottest news on the Twitter streets, Mr. Pat McAfee, so former coach. Uh, former punter for the coach he uh basically he's moving on from FanDuel and he's joining ESPN so he's walking away from his 120 million dollar deal and they're saying he's gonna be earning a little over 10 million a year at ESPN so uh still can catch the shows on YouTube all that good stuff but also gonna see a show on ESPN plus and so ESPN2 because you just said 110 million dollars worth of money difference right 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 yeah man I'm still like I'm still scratching my head, right? But either way, I feel like it's a long-term play with him. So 
it's a it's a move to a bigger platform to get him in front of more people that he's also gonna still be on YouTube for free. Too. Right, there you go. So, so. And that was a large part of the deal. He said that was a large part of the issues he was having with talking to different people. They wanted that shit off of YouTube. They wanted to change shit. He wasn't going. So shout out to Pat, man. Look, hey, he, he knows what he's doing, so I trust the move, man, even if it's, you know, long-term play, right? But either way, we all know ESPN is a big platform, so shout out to him. Um, it shows fire, man. So uh, I want my 120, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like he probably got his bread. Yeah, he's good. I, I assume he didn't leave the deal. I assume the deal was up. I don't, I don't know the terms of that, but yeah, it, it don't it sound confusing. How about I, I literally assume he's a free agent, that's why he started having all these conversations. I feel like, of course, ESPN, I'm sure you know they do their podcasts, right? Like they have different podcasts, but Pat, he's changing the game in terms of like how you stream and all that good stuff. So he, he said he will be saying fuck less. <laughs> so that's a good question. Will he be cussing on ESPN? Yeah, he said he will. Okay, he just less fucks. That's it. Okay, you can cuss on ESPN. Yes, so he says shout out to the Jordan Doc. <laughs> I'm about to find out. The Jordan Doc only was allowed to cuss on Netflix. I watched no ESPN. All them fucks were bleaked out. Look, that was that's what the man said. I don't know. He, so that's all he said was he. You just want man, me fuck to bleep. All that. <laughs> you ever heard of somebody ever bleep their own cuss word? Nah, yeah, man. That's, that's fuck bleep. That's different, bro. I'm thugging. All right, my bad, bro. I'll let you get back to the next thing. All right, man. Let's keep it pushing. Shout out to Front Office Sports. That's where I saw this. Tyler Lockett. Uh, he's uh, basically became a licensed real estate agent last season, last off season. And uh, basically his real estate group, Live and Serve. He just became the official realtor for the Seattle Seahawks, um, which is fire. So he can sell houses as a player. And once he's done playing, so he's going to stick around in Seattle and continue to sell houses. So, uh, that's dope, man. Like seeing him. I don't think about right now, but even the future, right? Post football. So, shout out to a guy who's been able to utilize the hell out of his football career and piecing together the aftermath too, bro. I always salute that. All right, now this is on NFL rumors. All right, man. <laughs> Former Dallas Cowboys, NFL Pro Bowl defensive end, UFC fighter. That's a loaded title. G money. <laughs> Greg Har- Greg Hardy. They said he's now working at Walmart. He made nearly twenty-four oh, million man, playing in the on, league. Bro. I just figured it's a good, you know, contrast. That's a what I did see. Com- Compare and contrast. Now look, we don't know if he fucked off the whole twenty-four, but maybe you know, we don't know, right? It's NFL rumors, but either way, man, I'm just showing guys are doing things outside of football, right? So I'm just showing the spectrum. It's a spectrum. What, he just, God what he, damn! What he's saying is, there's guys in real estate. And there's guys working at Walmart. That's the spectrum. That's all he's saying. It's just a spectrum, bro. He ain't saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm not saying that. He's just saying it's a thing. That's all I'm saying. Hey, Vic, a wild boy. Hey, man, there's, there's Chick-fil-A <laughs> and there's McDonald's. You know what I mean? There's Walmart, there's, but there's Meyer. Like, there is. Hey, I don't even go but to there's also, Target. But there's also Costco. Why if you put me on Target, man? You I'm bougie now, bro. Yeah, I'll be in Target now. Shit, man. Is that why your T-shirts fit like that? Yeah, man. I, bro, I, be, Facts. I, I get my salads. I get my candles. It's different, bro. <laughs> This I just different. want to say, I want some shoulders like Vic, man. I've been in the gym, man. My shit look like a normal stick figure shape. Y'all ain't about to make me look little back here. All good, man. But let's keep pushing, man. Look, the sporting news. Cam Newton says his hair could be impacting Cam. his NFL free agency. Wait, what? Is Cam's hair holding him back? No. I believe if by it. hair, he means arm accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> arm declining. Yeah, if, if, if hair... 
is an acronym for form accuracy than yes. Like I think there's other factors that are doing more damage <laughs> than his hair. Yeah, I agree. Shout out to D Hop who has hair just like him. Maybe maybe what he's saying is Shout out Justin Fields who has Yeah, shout out to the hair. guys with a bunch of What hair. he's saying is when he throws it, the wind catches his hair and it drags his arm. So, yeah. Too much hair, too much hair on top of the head fucks up the trajectory of the ball. Bro. Exactly, exactly. Makes sense, bro. Yeah, Cam. Uh, I don't think it's the hair, my guy. Or as they would say in the fantasy football leagues, bud. It's not your hair, bud. My boy. Hey, this sun is like really beaming on me, but uh, it got me looking real different Ooh. right now. Nah, man. <laughs> we got like bright big bull. Nah, man. We got move around. Like big bull. We gotta tilt the screen down you or something. Try to t- the, you can't, you oh, can't change the sun, uh, my nigga. Well, I guess my you you have to move. Nah, you gotta fix that, bro. He can't fix. Slide over here, man. I don't think that's gonna do it. That ain't gonna do it. You got the slide so far. Just right there. It's, hey, that's the way the sun it's is. It's the right sun, now. bro. That's just, hey, man. Hey, this why we live, baby. Swap this is why we man. live. I don't like it, man. <laughs> it's cool. We just gonna rock it out, man. Nah, man. Maybe. <laughs> See, there it's, it's go. getting behind the cloud yeah, now. We got light bright big that, man. It, it looked like a Polaroid trying to come back to his real. <laughs> 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 I remember them days. <laughs> you buy a picture. You gotta wait about five minutes. Hey, my my guy back, bro. My melanin was melanin. I know, man. melanin in it. <laughs> Say that word. My melanin was melanin. Boy. <laughs> hey, I need some sunglasses. It's clear, I got some sunglasses. I got some clear eyes. Got some. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> All right, man. We good for another probably six minutes. I don't know. All right, last thing I got for what's the word before I see if you guys got anything. But uh, shout out to Horseshoe Huddle, man. So the coach are going to host joint practices joint practices against the uh chicago bears during training camp so last year they had the uh, detroit Lions. so gonna be here yeah you know up in westfield so bro yeah justin fields and ar man they're gonna go to westfield yeah 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 we we gotta go they at grand park i've been wanting to get out to westfield man let's go yeah so that should be that's hard bro justin fields and ar damn that just got me hyped yeah yeah and last thing actually we're we're coming off rookie camps man so uh let's go a lot of rookie hype right now, right? Given rookies on rookies right now, so everybody looks like a stud. My guy had to remind me, hey man, it's, it's, it's rookie camp, man. So I appreciate that. But uh, now the vets are getting out there this week, so seeing a lot of Bengals highlights and Cowboys highlights. So yeah, that's all I got, man. What you guys got for what's the word? Uh, don't go do nothing crazy during this fantasy football hype for these rookie mini camps. That's that's the biggest thing. But uh, I don't have any news. But I do have a flag. Y'all want to talk about it? What's your flag? Uh, um, we could talk about it with the music playing. I think it'd be cool. So I want to, I want to flag Ja man, just because I want to see my young guys do mm. better, bro. Like, I, it's it's hard to blame. You know, the guy with the camera, with the phone. Some, at some point, you just got to blame the guy for his actions. I don't think that the suspension and whatever happens should be as harsh as everybody is speaking. But just in general, bro, like glorifying weapons and stuff. Like when you in a position where you, you're a leader, like you're a leader to so many people. And 
the youth and and just even young grown-ups because you gotta think like Ja has people his peers are probably looking up to him too so this ain't just the youth that are following his lead I just want him to capitalize on everything that he deserves to have in his future bro and it ain't people talk about the money yeah the money is important too he already fumbled 41 million by not making none of the the, the all NBA teams this year and you know the only reason he didn't make that is because of these mistakes this year because ain't no reason why his talent didn't get him voted there and then you know you messing around messing up the money with your uh you know with all of your uh, endorsement deals so I just want him to just be better for himself because sometimes we get you know too nonchalant or you know we we we, we feel like we bulletproof and untouchable and we just out there making boneheaded mistakes and just not getting the best out of ourselves so I just want to just you know do that because I root for him I love watching him play he's one of my favorite players now in the NBA I just you know I don't love, I don't like to see anybody jeopardizing that and it ain't just a jaw attack it's just anybody that's you know oblivious to what they mean to people and to the world so yeah I'm gonna uh, throw my flag to Josh's friends, cause uh, yeah, no way one of my homeboys would have been doing none of that. I wouldn't have let none of y'all fumble the opportunity. You might have to kick me out and stop me from being your friend, like like legit. I wouldn't let none of my people around me blow an opportunity like that. Like, like I'm that that's not to say nobody has tried to say something. You know what I'm saying? Tried to say how to move, but. I'm just saying, man, flag on the plate to the friends, to the people around them, man. Y'all got to, you know what I mean? Protect y'all investment, too. <laughs> like, be smart about it. Yeah. Uh, of course, he's 23, right? So yep. we remember being young, Facts. 20s and 23s riding Big around. Facts. At that time, we we would have had the Chief Keith and what else? Jeezy. Boosie, Jeezy, Gucci. Yeah. So I, I get it, being a young kid letting music take you over especially if you got millions right i can only imagine but still still no excuse though man um flashing guns so yeah man i ain't even got no problem with them flashing a gun it's the way you flash the gun you can have a gun guns are legal it's okay have guns are for hunting yeah i mean there's a certain way to show your gun off like you could be a gun enthusiast like you could love guns like that's okay but the way you going about it ain't right. You can't. You can't move. We got to sit at a different angle, man. Can't move the sun, guys. You want to turn at a different angle? I'm gonna try. That no, guys, 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 guys. Unless you go move the table, ain't nothing gonna change. We can turn. It's cool, bro. <laughs> I'm just here for the audio experience this week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, light bright, Vicky, the building. <laughs> this is. I'm trying to decide if I like it or not, man. Nah, it is what it is, bro. We live, so it's fine. I don't know, man. It's cool, bro. We're going to ride with it, baby. We, it, yeah. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by, what's the uh, sunscreen shit? <laughs> I don't know, but sunblock. Yeah. Sunblock. Use it for those of y'all that need it. <laughs> so y'all can see my face, you know what I mean? <laughs> this is what I look like without glasses. <laughs> this is what I look like without my glasses, ma. <laughs> Let's keep it going, man. <laughs> it is what it is. Sun will be down about. Let me see when the sunset is. <laughs> Get on the weather app. By the time we done. <laughs> sunset is 852. By the time we oh done. Oh my gosh. Okay. Now nah, we gotta do it. Like bright Vic all day, baby. Let's go. We can we that's fun. the table back, bro. Let's nah, it's cool. It don't matter. Let's keep All right, pushing. let's boogie, man. Uh but that's my flag on the play. I think we all just kind of chimed in on that, but that's it. 
So let's do this. Follow me at Dynasty <laughs> I can't look at Vic in the screen, man. Is it fucking your face up? No. Nah. Follow me at Dynasty <laughs> Bro. Dot on <laughs> Oh, man, they're going to watch this and be like, what the hell? <laughs> Where can they follow you at, bro? Damn, he's not even sure no more. I'm bro. about to go. Follow me, on, follow, you, follow me under the sun at <laughs> Chief Sosa FF. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Dynasty Bros FF. DJ Avo, where can we follow you hey, at? Man, follow me, follow me on Twitch at DJ Avo. That's DJ Avo six three three. Let's go. Hey, yo, Dot, can you tell us where to follow you yes, at? Yes, follow me at Dice Bro <laughs> Dot on Instagram and Twitter. Follow the main Instagram page, Dynasty Bros FF, and follow the YouTube Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. Like, subscribe, comment, search Sunny Fantasy Football Podcast. Me, Vic, and Avo gonna pop up. Yeah. They might be scared of this episode. Man. I know, man. It, it's real creepy hey, looking, man, bro. It's just real life out here, bro. He's like an alien right we now. We really man. out here. We really in these streets. And there's sun out here in these streets, man. About to try to hey, man, we are the melanated back, people. Man. Let me slide all the way back, man. I don't think that's it. Yeah, we good. That actually move you. It might not work, though. All right, let's boogie, man. So, look, we already got into the round one recap. <laughs> There's nothing, there's nothing we can do at this moment. I'm gonna sit back here with him, bro. <laughs> yeah, still, bro. You still gonna be in the sun if you're over here? <laughs> nah, bro. I think we moved it around a little bit to where it's all right. It's not as bad. If you come right here, bro, you good. Hey, we really adjusting real time on the live. Real That's time. Fine. We a little more to the right. This booty table a little more to the right. Oh man, this is bad. This is hilarious. <laughs> no, hey, it's man. not, man. This it's is hard. Real, it's real man. life, cause we this out here. This is hard, bro. I'm shout sliding. out! I'm sliding too. Nah, man. shout out to the new studio, man. We really try to focus on fresh, uh, like like bright light. It's not just all like we got the the dang ring lights and stuff set up, but we like to get the natural light going. So, shout out to all of that going. Right I'm gonna be now. like the uh, like Two Face. I'm gonna do it that way. Nah, man, I'm at this tilt, man. You could have slid over some more. Man. I want to do like Two Face off of Batman. All right, fuck it, man. Let's, all right, let's get you, to you, it, man. We fucking with it, Ava, the Two Face. I fuck with fuck it, bro. Let's go for it. Now you can look like you're supposed to be in. There you go. All right, let's get into this recap, man. We got the round. We got the day two and day three recap, and we're just gonna go through the important fantasy players. All right, man. That was a hell of a transition, but let's get into it, I man. I know, man. I couldn't stop laughing for a little while, bro. It's gonna be funny. We gotta make sure we. We remember to scratch to um, clip this for our little funny moments at the end of the year we put out. All right, that's cool. All right, man, let's get into it, man. Round two. So uh, with the second pick in round two, Will Levis, a quarterback from Kentucky to the Titans, man. So, of course, most expected he's supposed to go round one, but he didn't. Uh, so how you feel about Will Levis, man, going to Tennessee? Embarrassing, first of all. I hate seeing that. But uh, honestly, it's a team that really probably did want to take him in the first round. I feel like. They, I don't know. I feel like the whole NFL kind of had their decision made up on on that guy. So, they were able to get him in the second round. I think that's a team who's trying to decide if they want to move on from Tannehill. I don't think the dead cap is going to let them move away this year. So, maybe just goes out there and they all compete. I'm pretty sure that he's already going to beat out Malik. Malik showed that he does not have the arm to be an NFL player at all. He's a hell of an athlete. But I think already from day one, he goes in and be the backup. And has a chance to compete, especially if that offense goes in and doesn't do anything at all. They just have to start focusing on their rebuild. 
yeah, man, I would like to see Malik moved at this point. Um, I've, you know, we, we've heard some rumors about Seattle possibly, you know, trading for him, which might not be bad. Get behind Geno a couple years, but uh, see if, if anything can be salvaged from that situation. But clearly the Titans are done with him um, at this point. So, um, you know, for me, you know, between Will Levis and Malik, I do think Will has the, you know, more upside, more, more potential, uh, more more tools in, in the toolbox. So, uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, hell of a pick for them. Um, Will Levis, man, from a dynasty perspective, rookie draft. You got any Will Levis? Haven't took Are you any interested? Will Levis at all. And I'm not really interested, but I guess if you get to that back end of that first, and I, I mean, here's the thing. I like, I really, really like two quarterbacks, three quarterbacks, and two running backs. And about three receivers. So I guess at that point, when you get to the back end, the the 109, 110, that's where I would shoot my shot because, you know, just in super flex, it's like the upside of having a starting quarterback means a lot. But that doesn't mean I'm still excited about taking them. I'm just trying to shoot for the upside. But I've never been excited when it is coming around and being like, damn, I could have got Will Levis if I had one more pick above. So gotcha, gotcha. Same. I don't have any Will Levis either at the moment, but uh, yeah, hopefully he does his thing in. Tennessee. Moving on, third pick. You want to talk this? Talk yeah, this guy right here. Let's talk. I don't know. I feel like he's. I feel like I started off with him being my guy on the low. I feel like he done turned into your guy, man. But Mr. Sam Laporta, tight end for the Detroit Lions. You know they moved on from T.J. Hawkinson in the middle of the season, trading him to the Minnesota Vikings, and they had just a plethora of tight ends that were still valuable at good points last year because they actually contribute their tight end and usually score a lot of touchdowns. So. Right away, J-Mo suspended the first five games of the season. So Sam Laporta could probably come in right away and be the second receiving option on the team. Long as he wins that starting spot to a whole bunch of no-names. So it shouldn't be an issue. He should be able to go out there and start getting targets right away. And that's very valuable because usually it takes rookies a lot to get acclimated. But if he can go out there and start getting run right now, I like that for him. And, you know, that's an offense that's doing nothing but getting better. So I'm excited to see that. You know, Vic, he all about targets. <laughs> yeah, man. So speaking of that, you know, we're seeing Sam going about the middle of the second rounds at this point. Um, of course, Don Kincaid, he's been going in some back end of the first rounds. And yeah, man, I'd rather just take a shot on Sam in the second five if I want to tight end. So let, let's look, keep pushing. Uh, fourth pick in the second round, Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame to the Raiders. So, of course, I think he's going to be a steal, man. He's going to operate with a chip on his shoulder. He's a third tight end off the board from an NFL draft perspective. So you could tell he's pissed, right? He felt like he's the number one tight end prospect. So nice. I think the Raiders got a dog in him, and he can, you know, he's, he's going to be like your, your traditional Jason Witten type of player. Um, so, of course, can put his hand in the dirt and block, and also can get out there and run routes. So. Yeah, to move away from a Waller who was, uh, you know, cost a lot on the cap and been banged up over the last year. Um, I think it's good to, to potentially have the number one all-around tight end coming out of the draft after moving away from Wilder. So I think he'll come in right away and he'll play. So I like that, man. I like the help. I like Jimmy G. You know, he, he's known to target the tight end, whether it was back in New England or when he was with his days in San Francisco. So we'll see how that goes, man. I like some Tamayo. He's he's going to be dominant because he can do both. He's, he can block very, very well. And he's a good receiving option when he's going out there being a target. Not super explosive, but just a good target. All right, man. All right, let's get into one of my surprises. Um, I mean, I guess it shouldn't have been a surprise because 
I know it shouldn't have been a surprise because they're trying to build an offense around a rookie quarterback. You feel me? But they went and got Adam Thielen over the offseason. They went and got DJ Shark over the offseason. So it was like, okay, they're kind of loaded up. They already have uh, Terrace Marshall. It's like, okay. But they went Visca. and go get. <laughs> they got Visca. But they went and got Jonathan Mingo, who is one of the bigger receiving options in this draft this year. And as you start to break down everything y'all just said, it makes you realize I ain't doing nothing but name a whole bunch of guys that ain't did shit. Like, Thielen had his moments, but he's getting older. He's 32 now. What does he really have in his tank? And Charge is out there fishing year by year, trying to find something to stick. And Marshall never ended up doing anything he was supposed to do him or Fisker. So, who says Mingo's going into a crowded spot? He, he has the opportunity to walk in there and could probably be the outside one right away and be able to start to throw his chemistry right now with Bryce, who I think is an amazing quarterback. Yeah, man, Bryce is looking mighty small out there behind oh, those six five linemen. But you know, he, <laughs> hey, he's 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 still gonna do his thing. So they ain't gonna be able to find him. You can't hit what you can't find. Yeah, but speaking of you know Bryce, that's why I really feel they're gonna run a balanced attack, man. They don't want him throwing the ball forty times. They want that ball out of his hand quick. Uh, even even so. before they were drafting him, that's just kind of what they did all off season. We'll talk about that, bro. I can't wait for you to hear how excited I am about Miles Sanders this year because they had Deonta Foreman, uh, Chupa Hubbard out there. Dude, they were getting so much run last year, and both of those guys are just regular Jags, basically. Yeah. So, now I'm excited to see what they do, and I like the system they're going to run. I'm excited for all. All right, I don't have much Jonathan Mingo, but, of course, everybody wants the next A.J. Brown, so that's what they're comparing them to, prospect-wise, size-wise. So we'll school see. School-wise. Yeah, school-wise. I, I mean, stuff like but, but school's got a type back in the day. So, um, yeah, so but I, I don't have any Jonathan Mingo, so I'm just going to watch that one. I'm going to group these next two guys together. Green Bay Packers went back to – well, not back-to-back, back, but at least in the uh, second round they picked Luke. Musgrave out of Oregon State, tight end, and also at the 19th spot, Jaden Reed, Michigan State wide receiver. So, of course, it's the Jordan Love show. So, they're basically just trying to take shots and get him as many weapons as possible. Um, I would have liked seeing possibly some other guys go there, but I'm not really excited for Jordan Love. So, I'm not, I'm not really interested in these guys. Um, <laughs> uh, you, don't have to be, you don't have to be excited for these guys, but I do like them taking shots they extended them for the one year, Jordan Love, and then they took – well, technically, they, they took those two receivers last year and Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson for – you know, they didn't have no weapons for uh, Rodgers. But going back into this year, taking two pass catchers in the second round, I think that's – and I think both of these guys are going to start right away. That's their starting tight end they just drafted. Jaden Reed's going to go right into the slot with those two outside guys from last year. So whether you like them or not, you have to respect the coaching staff going out there to try to supply Jordan Love weapons. And I think both of these guys are going to start right away. So we'll just see. Like, I don't know who has – the, the most upside out of all of those weapons. Nobody just seems like the dominant guy, but it might just be a core of guys that work for Jordan Love. So we'll see how it goes. It's kind of a toss-up. We don't know what the hell it's going to be. Yeah, and that's going to be frustrating from a fantasy perspective. So that's really why I say I'm not interested. Um, so, yeah, of course, NFL could be different from fantasy. So I'm looking at this from a fantasy perspective. But go ahead and talk your guy, man. 21 spot for the Seahawks. Man, let's talk the fantasy bomb, man, because – Kenneth Walker was the rookie that everybody was falling in love with by the end of the year, especially after Brees went down. It just seemed like it was the Kenneth Walker show as like the dominant rookie running back. Second round. 
There's there was one guy that was a big runner that could catch the ball very well, and it was Zach Charbonnet out of UCLA. And I feel like when he got drafted, he pretty much has the almost for the most part, it's just a few picks apart, the same exact draft capital as Kenneth Walker from last year. So it, it's kind of awkward, you know. They don't mind using multiple backs. Um, Kenneth Walker wasn't used as a pass catcher in college, but he did catch some passes, I think, out of necessary out of necessity last year. But I do think Charbonnet can come in and be a good pass catcher, but he's also a good runner. Are you nervous at all for Kenneth Walker? I'm not, man. I mean, like you already mentioned, Seahawks have shown they like to keep two backs involved, even going back to the Chris Carson and Penny days, right? So they want to run the ball in NFC West, you know, loaded, loaded offenses and and defenses. They want to run the ball um, in those those divisions with those tough defenses. So, yeah, I'm seeing Zach go, uh, you know, early second round. And if you need an RB, you know, the first two go, I'm I'm still going to stick to that, man. Get your guy. So, you know, round one, I'm usually drafting talent. But round two, get your team needs from your fantasy perspective. So get that RB. All right, let's keep pushing, man. 24th pick in the second round, uh, day two wide receiver, Rasheed Rice, SMU, uh, to the Chiefs. I feel like this is a trap. I only just want to say that because uh, it's Pat Mahomes, man. Like, he got a lot of weapons. You still got Kadarius Tony. Hopefully he stays healthy. Sky Moore. They brought back McKinnon. They brought McKinnon. And they got The only receiving option that really matters is? Travis Kelsey. But I mean, I'm going to throw a name out there. They got Richie James, who's a veteran. What I'm saying is they can spread the ball around. It's not going to matter. If it's not Travis Kelsey, it doesn't matter. You can have a you can have a Tony week. You can have a Sky Moore week. If, if these guys are out in and out the lineup, you can have a Richie James week. Like, it's, it's just another weapon, right? Pat knows how to spread the ball around. So everyone's locked in on trying to find that next Tyreek. There is no... No one like Tyreek, right? So, yeah, that, that's why I'm not really hype on these other guys. And I have zero shares just because I jumped out the window and when I could, did all the Sky more shares I could last year. Pointless. All right, let's, let's move to a guy that I'm kind of excited about just because Dak Prescott and that Dallas offense always supports a solid tight end. Mm-hmm. Soon as uh, Dalton Schultz signed to Houston uh, this offseason, like everybody jumped on the Jake Ferguson show and it was like, oh man, we got a top 12 tight end this year just because they know what their system supports. For them to go take a tight end, actually I thought they were going to take a tight end in the first round. So I'm kind of surprised that that they end up taking a guy that really wasn't on my radar super heavy, but after going back, I I just bumped him up because like, okay, he's decent in the past game, but now situation bumps him up even more in my eyes. So, you know, I still like the top tight ends before him, the Kincaids, the, uh, the Mayers, the Laportas, but like right there, you know, that three, four-ish, I'm going to slot him in strong right there and then call it a tear break because I just like the situation he fell into. How do you feel about having potentially the Dallas Cowboys starting tight end? Yeah, I mean, you can easily find yourself walking to another Dalton Schultz type situation. That's how we stumbled upon that coming off the Jason Witten, you know, retirement. So, this is a guy who I have been overlooking, but the draft capital's there. I believe he runs a four six seven. He's 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 a better athlete than Schultz was, and Schultz was able to be one of Dak's favorite so, targets. So there you go, man. Get your wa- waiver cla- claims in ASAP for this guy, man. Um, if you already drafted in your rookie drafts, and if not, this is a guy you don't even got to draft in the third round. You can get him off waivers. So Facts. yeah, put your claims in. Bro, let's spend twenty five seconds on this next guy. All right, the next guy, Brenton Strange, Penn State. Uh, tight end to the Jaguars and 
All this tells me, because I don't know nothing about him, but I, I know football, so I can tell you this. This just tells me they want a guy who can play the traditional tight end spot so Evan Ingram can line up in the slot. That's what I get from that. So basically, they want to get more weapons um, and solidify the offense. They got the receivers. They got the pass catchers. Let's get a traditional tight end who can block, help us in the run game, too. And since that was wasted content, I'm going to let you go to the next <laughs> guy, too, because that's your guy. All right, man. Uh, Marvin Mims, man. So with the last pick in the second round, uh, wide receiver out of Oklahoma. Went to the Denver Broncos, and I like this pick. Uh, this is part of the uh, Sean Payton era. So, to me, this is a Sean Payton-type pick. Maybe with some input from Russell Wilson. But they got a guy who's flashed early. You know, remember he had a, I believe he made the all-freshman team yeah. um, in the uh, Big 12. So, consider that an early breakout. Uh, but but either way, man, 5'10", what, about 180, 185. So, speedster, 4'3". So, a weapon, man. So, I, I don't see him being the one. But he could definitely, I could see him easily be a wide receiver three in that offense. Yeah. Good compliment to a one. All right, bro. Jump to the third round, man. Talk your guy. All right. This is a guy that I really, really like. And I kind of like where he's getting slotted into these super flex leagues, like mid-second, sometime back second. Um, they pretty much came out said they're going to a red shirt hidden hooker in Detroit. But uh, it's kind of expected. He got injured later into the season last year. So... You know, they have Jared Goff as a veteran and offense that's growing. And why not take the shot on a guy that was like, he was going for, he was in a Heisman run when he was healthy, bro. And he was leading a team and looking good, man. And I know he's on the older side, so that's always a joke. But age doesn't matter at quarterback. You come, you walk in at 25, you can play until you're 40. It's been proven. Exactly. Yeah, so Hendon Hooker, man, I like the fact they're going to give him a red shirt, sit back and play. All of those weapons are young and the offense and just the team in general is still growing. Jared Goff goes out there and he puts, he doesn't put together some growth on film. And they just stay where they're at and don't take next step forward. I love Hendon Hooker next year, man. He's going to walk into a team that's going to have two dominant receivers, hopefully a dominant young tight end. They took Jameer, one of the best pass catcher running backs, man. It's it's just amazing what he can walk into if everything falls for Jared Goff this year. It's going to go up for Hendon Hooker next year. So to take the shot, man, imagine – he doesn't have the rushing chops, but just imagine having a guy with those kind of weapons and that kind of upside, and you took him in the second round in the Superflex League. Like, I like it. Hell, I'm seeing him go in the third round, so you're going to have to wait two, three seasons. But, hey, it's Dynasty. So, I'm going to keep pushing, man. So, with the number six pick in the third round, Nathan Tank Dell. So, Nate Tank Dell. Tank Dell out of Houston. Uh, smaller stature wide receiver, but... He was handpicked, bro, by C.J. Stroud, man. So uh, I like to see that, like to hear that. You know, a, a young QB at the two-spot franchise quarterback going to Houston and already getting given input as far as, hey, let me get this guy. And apparently that connection started at the combine. So I was going to ask, that, that that don't sound normal. Yeah, yeah. So, But basically, uh, you know, Stroud fell in love with Nate and Tankdale, how, how he uh, ran routes at the combine. So. That's why I'm interested in that situation. I'm seeing Tank go in the third. I'm also seeing him go undrafted. But either way, man, why not? It's worth the stash. Big facts. And this is a guy I'm probably more excited about because we've been talking about this. Uh, we actually just got to talk about it yesterday. Uh, Mr. Kendra Miller, man. Um, at some point, you get to where you have to just start shooting your shot on opportunity. And uh, he got drafted by the Saints. 
and that's a team that, for the most part, usually always supports a, a good running back. And Alvin Kamara is getting a little bit older. I think he'll be 28 this year. He's having his troubles. There's a potential suspension this year. And all they did was bring in another older guy, Jamal Williams, who's just been a been a been a, a red zone guy. He, I don't think he's that good of a runner. So give me a young guy who can potentially walk into a situation where there's no Alvin to start the season, so he's just competing with Jamal Williams, who I would give the edge to Kendra just as a pure runner. And um, we'll see what happens. And, um, you know, if he can walk into a couple games starting by the end of the year, sky's the limit because you see him going at the back of seconds and walking into some thirds maybe sometimes. So I, I like that upside. That's how I like to build my depth, man. So Kendra Miller, man, rookie running back for the Saints. All right, man, I'm going to talk about uh, – actually, I'm going to group the next two guys. Basically, these are two guys from Tennessee, but the Giants took Jalen Hyatt, and I'm just not a fan of the Giants in terms of – it just feels like they're taking dart throws, trying to find a, a wide receiver one. That's just what it feels like because they brought in Paris Campbell. You know, they brought in Darren Waller, who's probably going to be the – Number one pass catcher in their squad. Who's the guy that drafted last year? Forgot. Wandale Robinson. Wandale Robinson, who yeah. looked good when he was healthy. He didn't look bad. I'll give him that. But to me, this is just an organization that's just taking dart throws. I don't, I don't, I don't really think they have a plan when it comes to like finding a true number one. Um, I know Jalen did his thing at Tennessee, but it just doesn't feel like he's going to be that alpha. He probably not. He's a speedster. He's a one-trick pony. Um, now, he can run routes. Remember in the little clip with the Cowboys coach? He's like, you know what you are. He's like, what's that, coach? He's like, I can run routes, too. He look good on there. I saw that. <laughs> All right, so Jalen High is a one-trick pony. He, uh, <laughs> Wondell Robinson will be a young slot guy as long as he can come back healthy. And, and Paris Campbell will be the older version of that. Yeah, and I think – but they brought back Slayton, who's going to be an outside speed guy. That's what I'm saying. And – I, like I said, Darren Waller's probably going to be the, the number one target for Daniel Jones. But the same thing I said earlier for what they're doing with Jordan Love, you have to shoot your shots because if you get to a situation where, say, Saquon don't come back or the running game can't dominate like he used to and you pay Daniel Jones, you have to shoot your shots on guys to, to let him potentially have weapons because you can't go into the season with uh, Wanda Robinson. Who, I don't even know if he's going to start the season how late he got injured. But you can't go into the season with Darius Slate and and, and and Waller and then that just let it be it. You got to shoot the shot on somebody else. I agree. I just see the Spider-Man meme. You got Slayton pointing at Hyatt. You got Campbell pointing at Robinson. All these guys are the same, um, in my opinion. And I'm a group. The next pick with him, um, Cedric Tillman. So the Browns, uh, wide receiver out of Tennessee. And you could tell they wanted a wide receiver, and it looks like the Browns might have been content with either Jalen Hyatt or Tillman, so they just went with who was left. I like Cedric, though. I ain't going to lie. He's, he's a bigger of, receiver. Yeah, he's the bigger receiver. Um, I think he has the chance to compliment Amari, bro, to be honest. Donovan Peoples-Jones did not look bad last year in games, but I think he's a one-trick pony, too. He's not a route runner who, who really demands a bunch of targets, and I think Cedric can go out there and do that. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. David Bell was drafted last year. Kind of an underwhelming season. Didn't do what we thought initially. You know, he could walk in and do. So, you know, they did go get um, Elijah Moore, who's probably going to play the slot. 
But, Play that uh, Landry role most likely. Yeah, so I'm excited to actually see what that cast looks like for uh, Watson, especially if he takes the next step. All right, and now we're back to Green Bay. Tucker Craft. This guy, so you can talk the next. Well, time. I don't want to spend too much time on no, him. No, no, I'm not. I'm I, I just want to say real quick. This is why I didn't like the first couple picks with Green Bay because they double back with another tight end. So they took a receiver and a tight end, and then in round three took another tight end. So this is it. Just shows like to me they're just taking shots right, hoping one of these guys stick. Well, you know you have no tight ends now. All the tight ends left, so you have to take a receiver and tight end. You have to take. They still want to kind of run the ball, and they still need to protect Love. So that's what Tucker's doing. He's going to be the protection. He's going to be the traditional tight end because, uh, yeah, that, that's what Tucker's going to do, basically. He's he's going to be the blocker. So they, they went in, took two, because you got to protect Jordan Love, too. Okay. All right, man. Coach, 16th pick in the third round, Josh Downs, man, a guy who I wasn't really high on coming into this, but with the capital and uh, – you know, all, all the excitement, especially after drafting Anthony Richardson. And we know what Shane, Coach Shane Steichen brings. Um, so, of course, we see him operate offense with two number one wide receivers. To me, I don't think Pittman's like that true number one alpha. So, I, I actually like Josh Downs here. He has a chance to be our number one um, in the future. Not, not saying this season, but he has a chance to be that, um, you know, top 12 receiver for us once we get AR going. Because I'm sure we don't want him to just run all the time, right? Nah, 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 nah. Uh, I love that pick for y'all, for us. But you the bigger coach. Yeah. All right. Tajay Spears. I know Vic's kind of weary on him and the whole one knee thing. But how about this? With all the talk in the air with King Henry not going not being there next season, who knows who's the backup? Something happened right now, he get traded. Everybody's gonna be in on Tajay Spears potentially. So that's the, the same thing I said with Kendra Miller. I'm just shooting my shots on guys who could walk into a starting lineup if I could like make it make sense. Eat sooner than later. So that's why I like Tajay Spears. Not the greatest prospect in my eyes, but he's still a bigger back. Kind of fits what they traditionally like to do at running back. So I do like him. All right, 21st pick in the round three, Devin A-Chain, Texas A&M running back. So, of course, you know, going into this, I'm stubborn, not really liking him, given his st- stature and size, but I'm not stupid. So I think that draft capital is there. So if you're a day two guy, you got a chance to start or have a significant role. Um, so, yeah, perfect system for him, perfect offense. Speedsters all around, man. They got that's gonna be crazy on Madden, bro. Even though I don't play Madden no more, but you got Waddle and Hill, and then you got all this speed in the backfield too. So, yeah, I mean it's a good landing spot for him. And Tank Bigsby, do not. That's who went to the Jaguars next. Do not fear for your Travis Etienne shares. I do think he's a good compliment, though. I do think he brings a little bit of the bigger stature running back that you might need compared to Etienne. Etienne's a finesse running back, a speedster. He's going to he's gonna break those dynamic plays. Tank isn't going to do that, but Tank is going to compliment. I still think Travis is still going to be okay around the goal line. They're going to use him. He, don't trip, but I do like Tank. I do think he's he's going to walk into the backup role and be a good compliment. All right, 30th pick. I'm not going to spend too much time here. Darnell Washington, tight end out of Georgia. Crazy athleticism. I know they were concerned about the medical, so here's a guy you don't even have to drive. Just add him on waivers, $0 claim, $3 claim, whatever you want to do, put him on your taxi. And I just want to say Michael Wilson has been banged up. He's an older receiver. He's a bigger guy. If anything happens with Hopkins, who knows if he can walk into some playing time. All right, I'm not interested in Trey Tucker, Cincinnati wide receiver, a little bit smaller size, speed. They're probably going to use him on special teams for the Vegas Raiders. Um, and, and Cameron Latu is just going to be a backup. They still have Kittle. Kittle is one of the best tight ends we have in real life and in fantasy. So, 
round four. Trying to take him. Man, let's just at this point, right? Let's just scroll through and pick out guys. Every guy you like. Let me go first because I do like Roshan Johnson. And uh, back up to Bijan. He's a bigger back. He's still kind of dynamic. He can run the ball. He can catch the ball. Didn't get a lot. Didn't get to put a lot of film out there because he was playing behind one of the best prospects in years. So. Um, I still like him, and honestly, he's in a situation where he's not playing behind a stud in Chicago, so you never know what he can walk into. So he's decent. He's a decent pickup. All right, before I talk about the guy I want to talk about with the Bengals, I do want to just real quick, I auto-drafted a guy from, from the Saints, Jake Hayner, Fresno State quarterback. It was an NFL league. I was wow. so shitty, I could have drafted Josh Downs. God dang. Dying. I said God damn. I didn't say God. Dying. But yeah, man, but let's keep pushing, man. 29th pick, Charlie Jones, man, wide receiver for Purdue. Again, more of a stash, right? Look, Joe Burrow got all the weapons in the world. It's the Chase and Higgins show. Uh, so he could step in, potentially play that Tyler Boyd role if they don't renew him, you know, once his contract is up in the next year or two. So, yeah, just a stash, man, if you want to be a part of that uh, Joe Burrow offense. But nice production out of Purdue. All right, I got two guys that are going to be backups that, you know, you shoot the shot for random things to happen in the third and fourth rounds. But let's go with Eric Gray. The running back out of Oklahoma, he went to the Giants, and I want to talk about Evan Hall from Northwestern, plays for our Colts. I don't really know what's for sure is going to stick behind Jonathan Taylor, and I don't know what's going to happen with Saquon and his situation this year. So these are guys, pick up third, fourth round, back end of these rookie drafts, sit them on your bench, never know what they're going to walk into through injury or through foolishness through contract issues all right i'm gonna try to throw a couple names people may be interested even though we're not most likely but israel i've been nikonda pittsburgh running back the big strong fast guy landed with the jets behind Brees hall right so uh, i'm not interested in that landing spot but a guy who i'm stashing because I'm, I'm paying attention to how these buffalo bills draft wide receivers right justin shorter uh, out of florida yeah um you know he was the top recruit coming out of his class um so you know just worth a stash man given I, basically i'll be honest of course you know i'm a gabe davis guy but i'm starting to come around like look man i don't know if it's gonna happen the way i want it to happen so next up man who got a next shot right so of course they brought in a tight end and dalton kincaid but either way man Diggs getting older why not uh put a guy like justin on your taxi and I got one more because I like Zach Evans last year. He was a great running back. He got ran out of his school by Kendra Miller, and he ended up at Ole Miss. He got drafted by the Rams. We already know the love-hate relationship they have with Cam Makers. Um, we'll see what happens, but, you know, you pick him up third, fourth round because you never know. I keep saying it. You never know what you're going to walk into with these running backs. All right, I do want to highlight my guy who I had is RB5 coming in. Chase Brown landed with the uh, Cincinnati Bengals out of Illinois. I still feel like it is a little bit of a trap. I mean, I know they got Trevion Williams and Chris Evans, so these these other veterans are gonna are gonna get a shot. Um, so keep in mind, you know, this is a day three running back. You know, he, he can run the ball, but he's not gonna be a Joe Mixon back there. So he's more like a spell back in my opinion, um, but not a bad you know complimentary back to have. So, and I think we're both done potentially, but I think you have one guy, yeah, for sure that you just talk about him real quick. I see a guy that has a clear path to getting on the field. Puka Nakao, BYU wide receiver for the Rams. The reason why I say that, of course, they got Cooper Cup, right? He's, he's the man. He's going to be the guy. But I don't know if the Rams really like Van Jefferson. The reason why I say that, think about all the wide receivers they brought in. They brought in Odell. Um, they brought in some other guys, right? I don't know if they really like Van. So he's coming up towards the end of his rookie contract. 
Puka has a chance to be on the outside. So not the most explosive. He's going to be more like a 50-50 guy at 6'1", 6'2". He's going to play like Mike Evans, but just not at Mike Evans' height. But that's a guy I'm watching, right? Just a little situation I'm watching. And you have an undrafted guy. Yeah, my undrafted guy is, uh, <laughs> man, Sean Tucker, man. So uh, running back um, out of Syracuse, went to Tampa Bay. We're hearing rumblings that they might bring in Zeke. But, uh, you know, if anyone that can be beat out for a potential job, starting job, Tampa Bay, it, it can be wide open at the end of the day. I don't, I don't know if uh, Rashad, White Rashad is the guy. yeah, if he, if he really has it on lock. So um, there are a couple other guys too, man. I'm just looking at man potential like Dwayne McBride, UAB running back for the Vikings. I don't know what's going on with Dalvin Cook and yeah. Madison's been there. What his rookie contract should be about up now, right? So, yeah, so he just he just, he just got resigned. They yeah. signed him for two years. Then you got two Kenny years. McIntosh hype coach speak with uh, oh, Pete Carroll, man. Look, man, you just never know. To Pete, man. Never know, man. That Georgia running back, man. So I'm, the guys I'm just looking at, right? So, man, Lou Nichols, bro. He looked good at Central Michigan, but he, he fell in the draft, man. So Sometimes I, you got to follow that capital. I'm with you, bro. I'm with you, man. So that's it, man. I think that's it. Oh, there is one more. Deuce Vaughn, man. I knew you. I didn't want to bring up no, Deuce. No, no. I, I don't know how much I like Deuce. Let me tell you why. But. Why? Sometimes it ain't all about analytics and draft capital. Sometimes you got to roll the storyline. His dad is a uh, he's a scout for the Cowboys, so he actually got the call on the pick. I feel like the Cowboys are going to give him an opportunity. Not saying he's going to start, but he's going to get an opportunity to get on the field and hopefully he takes, he was takes super advantage productive. of it. My only thing is I think the style of running back that they would need him to be as a as a scat back and like that kind of smaller guy, I think they already have some of that in Tony Pollard. And it's like, you're taking those touches out of Pollard's hands to do the things that Deuce does. That makes sense. All right. And then Chris Rodriguez of Washington, is it worth looking at giving Gibson stay banged nah, up? bro. They, they, I don't, I don't, I'm, want, I'm just, I don't want to keep. I'm just keep, putting it out there. They keep bringing in guys. It ain't even about Gibson. They they, <laughs> they got their they got their guy in Robinson. And Gibson's just going to be an annoying thorn in everybody's back. Just, I wouldn't want the thorns in backs. That's all they're going to be. The last name we're going to talk. Kayshawn Boot went to the New England Patriots. Oh Can God. Bill Belichick get this man right out of LSU? Hell no. Nah, All right, man. That's it. It's done. Booty, booty. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. that, man. All right, let's get into the closing. Uh, and that is where we say anything you want to do, something positive, something negative, something you're going through, big up somebody, shout out a brand, shout out a business, shout yourself out, shout your family out. So, uh, Excuse me, that was the wine. But I think I want to go first, and I'll let y'all piggyback. Because um, I do want to share some good Like This is, is this a good? Fuck it, it is what it is. I, I know we talked, and I gave the flag on the play to job, but I do want to say this, man. The Like I said, I really just want us, we have to do better in general as young people, especially young black males with our decision making, because I feel like we're already looked at like under a microscope and i just want to see i just want to see us flourish man as a community and uh we need the young ones that are able to be in front of millions and millions and millions of people to shed that that light and, and show good grace to people because we need to make sure that we got people that we can follow and we got ogs that we can look up to and get advice from and you know, I, we all need to make sure we're, we're keeping good grace and showing that on a day to day and uh, just making the best decisions for ourselves. I Man, life's so short. There's so much ignorant shit already going on. We don't need to be 
you know, bringing bullshit on ourselves. So uh, I know I gave a flag to him, but this is me just in general. Just I only gave a flag because uh, you know, and bottom line, I just I just want to see us flourish. I just want to see us do better. I just want to see us maximize our potential in life. So yeah, man, just and that goes with everybody and everything that you're doing, but. You know, particularly when I see young black men making mistakes, man, I wish I could just reach out. You just want to be like, bro, we got to get this shit together. So, yeah, man, that's that's my closing argument. Anybody else? Can, I, can I jump in on the back of that? Pause. Yeah, bro, don't ever ask me that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, uh, just just to piggyback on that, uh, uh, rest in peace to, 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 to Derek's little cousin, Jamar, uh, passed away last week from gun violence. Uh, uh, Derek had to bury his cousin last Saturday, and I know that that was that was a very tough thing for him to do. So um, I just want to encourage all the young kids out there, man. Just just you have more to life to live for. You got you got more you can move for. Like like there is there is life beyond 21, 22, 23. You know what I mean? Like like you're supposed to die in your late 80s, 90s, and 100s if you're blessed enough. You feel me? So I just want to give y'all encouragement that hey, yo, we it ain't it ain't gotta be like that. It ain't gotta be like that. Don't let the hip hop music and all that stuff influence you as, as much as it is. We were young too. We did a lot of that, a lot of crazy things, but we knew what crazy things not to do because we knew, we knew what 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 we meant to our parents and what they meant to us and all that good stuff. So I just want to encourage y'all to, to keep moving in positivity as best you can. Facts. Yeah, mine's gonna piggyback off what everybody said, man. And don't be afraid to hold people in your circle accountable, man. Like pulling somebody to the side and giving them a word, man. Like hey, like. What are your goals, man? Keep your big picture in mind, right? Don't throw everything away over one moment of showing out or trying to look cool in front of some girls or trying to look cool in front of your boys. It ain't worth it, man. So, yeah, I would say uh, don't be afraid to hold your boys, your friends, your family accountable, and even yourself, most importantly. So make sure you hang around people, man, that can keep you in check, man. Let you know when you're wrong and let you know when you're right, man. You got to hang around people that can let you know when you're wrong and also people that celebrate you in, in, in the next breath and next minute, too. So... That's what I got to say, man. That's big facts. I like that. Good, good, good shit, everybody. All right, Avo, walk us out, big dog. Who we is, we the pros, number one fans. Hey, man, catch us here next week, or maybe the week after, or maybe the week after that. They about to try to figure out who about to rap. This is y'all It's that, man. It's never my verse, man. It's never my verse. I guess we going to see. I'm going to end the fuck out of this if it ain't me. Okay, it's me. See? Y'all trash. One more bar. Okay, one more bar. Alright, one more bar. Alright, one more bar, y'all. I hope you dominate your league dynasty, bro. Style. Nigga, we the bros. Who we is, we the bros. Number one fantasy show. We don't talk to